Welcome, my friends, to this week's Inside Out podcast. I'm Michelle Wells, and I am a life coach, nutritional therapist, and a leader in run fitness, and the host of this week's podcast. I am so excited to welcome Georgie Lamb to this week's podcast. Georgie is the founder, creator, and owner of The Spiritual Spa. Georgie is blessed with special gifts as a psychic, medium, clairvoyant and energy healer. Georgie offers several services towards healing mind, body and soul, both on a one-to-one and group basis. Georgie has also created, hosted and delivered spiritual retreat days that have offered healing to many people. So my friends, without further ado, please welcome Georgie to the Inside Out podcast. Hi, Michelle and everyone. Good afternoon. Thank you. For all our listeners, Georgie, could you just share with us a bit about yourself and how you came to creating and being successful with the Spiritual Spa? I would love to. So I'm Georgie. I have been running the Spiritual Spa for three, just three years now so far, just over three years. I decided to take it on permanently and launch it back in 2021. Um, after I left corporate life, 35 years in corporate life. And I'd been doing reading separately. I'd realized that I could heal people by pure accident when I did a trip to Spain. And my friend said, you've got this healing power. I can feel my leg getting better. And he asked me to sit and put his hands on him because he'd had energy healing before. And he hadn't been able to move his ankle and he could do this with it as soon as I'd finished. Um, So I realized that was something to explore. But if I go backwards, um, I used to see ghosts when I was a child. My first friend was a ghost when I was a baby. And we had all sorts of very strange goings on in our house. There were doors that would fly open, lights would go on and off. My parents would have their hair pulled or get pushed when they were on the stairs and things like that. I would wake up in the cot each morning with a teddy bear that used to be on a shelf in the cot with me. used to cause all sorts of arguments between my parents about who put this bear that I could suffocate on in the cot. And I used to then, when I started talking, would talk to the lady in grey, as I called her, and I'd relay messages to the house that this lady in grey was protecting me from the, the nasty spirit that was in our house that used to do the bad things. So um, that continued through life with little examples. I I think I was about eight years old and we were in the car. Um, I said to my dad, Daddy, you need to stop the car because it's on fire. And he was like, what the bloody hell is she going on about now to my mum? And with that, the bonnet flew up and we were in flames on the motorway. So there's lots of things like that. Or I'd say to mum, I was talking to G-Gran, I was talking to Uncle Sid, and of course they were dead (laughs) Um, and things like that. So there's lots of little stories as I went through. However, did you ever feel really out of place at school knowing this or did you just feel really like not part of society at all because you you were experiencing this or did it just feel normal to you? Completely normal. In fact, probably the absolute opposite. I was always, um, I've always been quite loud, very confident. I got bullied quite badly at the beginning of school when I first went because I'm ginger and lots of freckles. And I got bullied um, quite horrifically in my first few weeks until I was too ill to go to school. My dad like found out what was wrong with me 
and taught me how to defend myself. So I actually ended up with a bit of a reputation for stopping bullies at school when I was little. And I used to help the children that they were bullying. And my mum has said to me through my whole life, I have spent my entire life helping others, finding the underdog, dragging the person out of the corner, standing up for people that are being either bullied or pushed aside or who cannot be heard because they might just be shy or that they are made to feel worthless or insignificant. I've done that through my working life and through my entire life to date. And, and I think that was always part of this building up in me to realise that my purpose was to help other people and to heal other people um, and to guide them through, you know, the various services that I offer now. So that sort of, that was growing. However, I then went the other way and I pushed it aside because people take the mickey out of me and they didn't you know say that I was a weirdo and that it was a load of rubbish and and I didn't quite know what to do with that because I wanted to fit in and I wanted to be popular and so I pushed it all aside and I became a bit of a party animal <laughs> and I did that for many many years but I still through all of that and through all of my sort of teens 20s and 30s and even 40s always took in anyone that needed help I would always and animals I'm an absolute nightmare for coming home with animals I went to live in Spain and within a few weeks I had three people lodging in the bedrooms that were homeless and down on their luck and five cats three dogs and I came home with most of those as well <laughs> uh, I came home with all the animals one person um so I've always done that so I think the the purpose side of it has always been in me I just didn't realize and then back in 2015 I started having experiences where things were moving in the house I was seeing spirits at the end of the bed I couldn't communicate with them I didn't know what they were saying I was seeing things walking moving I was catching things um, in the reflections of the glass hearing voices getting weird feelings or just messages. So I started writing everything down because I couldn't work out how to communicate it. And that's how the gift came back. It came back with a massive bang. And um, I launched the Spiritual Spa in uh, 2021. So just sorry, just to reflect back and make <laughs> sure. So as a child, obviously, you have these phenomenal gifts. And now I'm kind of going, then hearing that you were like, obviously impacted by society. So, and that's what most of us do. And that's what I would probably say from my experiences that you stem your, your, you're stemming your flame. Yeah. And so then you went into corporate yes. and you just, again, you've got a huge heart. So your role in corporate, obviously you must be supporting people in some elements. Yes. And then what I call the universe gave you a massive, great nudge. It was oh. like, you can't stop this. Yeah. And and that's when you started the Spiritual Spa. Now, just before you go on to how Spiritual Spa and, and what we do, I'm just reflecting, that's amazing. But what, looking back now, uh, that nudge, when you got that nudge, and the experience and the wisdom and the people that you've helped, what would you actually tell your younger self now at that start? I would love to tell my younger self now to have been me, to embrace the real me, because by the time I'd reached 2015, 
I was so everyone saw a different version of George. My one of my closest friends, Emma, always says to me, I used to love watching you work a room. We'd go in a room of hundreds of people and you'd say, oh, I've got to find this person, that person, that person for our boss or find some information or a conversation. And she said you would be 30 seconds, find out who that person was, introduce them to someone else, pass them over, leave. And everyone would be having a conversation. Nobody left out and you'd work the room. She said, I used to love just watching that, but you'd be a different person with whoever was put in front of you and you immediately adapted. I'm very good at that, but I don't like doing it anymore. So I am now, I think, as close to the real authentic me that I could absolutely possibly be. It's been a bit of a bumpy ride, but I would tell myself to be real because I have done some terrible decisions on relationships, on money, on houses, on all sorts of things through my life. And it was a bad idea. They were very bad ideas. And I think if I'd have just been me instead of thinking, I need to, I want everyone to like me. I hated it if nobody liked me. Now I couldn't care less if somebody doesn't like me because that's not my problem. I know that I'm I'm okay. Um, so if somebody doesn't like me, I know that it's not because I've been a bad person or I've done something wrong. It's just that they don't like my energy and that's okay. Um, so I, I'd be real. I did a lot of work on myself from 2015 through to 2017 and 18 to realise who me was again to find that me again um and I've lost a few people along the way it does come you know I think when you do go through as you know yourself when you're going through healing and you need to release and become you you have to be ready to say who you are to people and you have to be ready to I you know I came out eventually a year after doing private readings and healings and starting to do the spiritual spa type stuff because I was scared of losing some friends and I have lost some I have lost quite a lot of people along the way but not you know we haven't fallen out I don't really fall out with anybody anymore but I they they've drifted away and that's okay I'm you know they don't people I don't push this on anybody but um it has been quite difficult I think for people because I, I stopped drinking and people go, how, how are we going to party? Well, without you. And I'm like, I'll still be there. I'm still loud, mm-hmm. <laughs> still wildly inappropriate if I need to be. But I'm in control and I don't want to drink anymore. So I've been sober over three years now as well. Um, so I've made loads and loads of changes. So my biggest bit of advice would be don't let people pressure you into you know having to have the same hair the same makeup the injections in the lips the face or whatever to have you know that you have to have a certain label that you have to act a certain way um because it's no good for you in the in the long run that's beautiful that's beautiful very much heartfelt so tell us a bit more about spiritual spa and and services and things that you do I mean just from listening from your phenomenal journey it's just amazing um so just elaborate what is it that you offer and can do Okay, so the spiritual spa was originally created during COVID. I decided I was going, sorry, before COVID, and I was going to be a roving retreat. So the retreat that you attended with me, I wanted to use my 
skills as um, somebody that can help others release, heal and move forward with their lives via meditation, via healing or via psychic or clairvoyant readings. And I wanted to say, for instance, I'd come to Hemel Hempstead, where you are, and I'd be like, oh, Michelle can do a session on this. And then I've got somebody that's going to come and do a session on regression. I've got somebody that will come and do a shamanic journey. And then when I move from Hemel and I go to somewhere in Scotland, like, oh, someone's going to take us on an ancestral Akashic record journey or something. And, and it would always be a fluid um, business plan. So I didn't want, I've always been very much of an itchy feet floating around type person. Um, and I didn't want to be tied into anyone and I still don't and I won't be um so what I like to be is fluid so the idea was I'd go all around the country I'd say what services would you like to offer and join up with me to do my next retreat day and, and I'd take it around because I used to work events uh, for a living so I'm, I'm you know I knew I could do the logistics um and then COVID hit so that went out the window completely and um but that, by then I'd already registered as as the spiritual spa in preparation to launch so I thought well I'll carry on doing readings for people so I'm my forte or my sort of bread and butter if you like is tuning into people's loved ones and giving them messages from them and giving them advice from the universe or spirit world on how they can move forward with their life and I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> I don't know mm -hmm. how I'm good at it. I don't know how, but you know, people, somebody came in this week and I said to her, Oh, um, I'm given the name Cleveland, for instance. And she went, that was my mum's maiden name. And I said, well, it's mum that I've written down that I've got here. And she said, she's going to send you a magpie today. And with that one dropped down into my garden and I went, oh my God. And then somebody today's messaged me and I said, oh, I'm, um, she's handing you a single daisy on a lawn. She sent me a picture of it today. And another one, I said, she sang Daisy, one Daisy. And she said a man was shouting Daisy across the um, park when she walked over. So there's, I get these messages and it gives amazing comfort to people when they've got their loved ones in spirit. So my first and foremost, I'm a medium um, and clairvoyant. So I help people connect to loved ones. Um, and then the psychic stuff comes into it as well. I, 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 again, I don't know where it comes from, but I always will just blurt out complete rubbish you know, sometimes I'll say, what was it I said to you? Oh, I said to you, oh, you're, you know, you're going to see this pink flamingo and you saw the pink flamingo. And, you... <laughs> um, and sometimes I might get a pink flamingo for six people one week or, a, you know, and, it, and it's because the spirits are saying, oh, yeah, oh, you send my daughter one of those, send my son one of those. Um, I find I get a lot of parents coming that have lost children that that I, I'm quite good at bringing children through. Um, so that's readings are a massive part. This week I have done 37 readings for people. Um, and then I do healings as well. So I use crystals um, to pull energy around the body and bring it to life so that I can then tune into it. So a lot of healers um, that do Reiki or do some form of energy healing and they bring a heat through or a feeling through. Mm -hmm. When I put my hands on somebody, a current comes through me. So it's like a flow of very gentle electricity. And again, I'm not quite sure why or how I was gifted with that, but it works. I know she won't mind me using her as an example, but one of my clients, um, I bumped into her in, I think it was 2019. And I said, do you mind if I 
ask you something there's two people standing behind you and the names I gave her were her grandparents that were in spirit and they're telling me I can help you with your journey and extend it but I can't change your destination and she said I've got terminal cancer and she'd only been given a short term to live well she's still with us because she comes to me for healing so I haven't I never charge her I won't charge her I don't charge a lot of people for cancer that you know if they cross my path I don't charge and um, so I do a healing on her every week if we can and she went to the back to the doctors and they said what have you been doing your all your tumors have shrunk and she was like I've been to a healer and they went mad it's not scientific that's a load of rubbish and she said but it's worked. You stopped my treatment saying there was no longer treatment and I've come back for a scan ready for palliative care. And it and she's done something. So she is now, they've been treating her ever since. She cannot, they cannot cure the type of cancer she's got, but they're keeping it at bay. And that just makes my life worthwhile. Those sort of things. So that that's what I feel I'm put on here to help with anyone that comes to me for that sort of thing. Um, and then for people like yourself, I don't know how much of your journey you've shared, but I'll be careful. <laughs> I did be as honest as you like. So you came to me after one of my retreat days, which you loved. And um, the retreat day, if I talk about that first, mm-hmm. is a program that I wrote, which eventually will be available online. But um, I started thinking, oh, I'm going to sit behind my laptop. I don't want to go and see people. I'm nervous. I'm like, what are you nervous for? You used to be in, on stage doing events in front of thousands of people. So I decided to do the retreat day. And it's a whole journey from recognizing and releasing everything that you've held on to in this life and probably some from the past and then that journey on how to um, respond rather than react how to regenerate renew and repair how to reignite your connection to the universe renew yourself I'm sorry if there's some noise in the background but the dog has now heard me talking and is about to make an appearance I do apologize (laughs) you're absolutely fine we love dogs and then um, the journey continues right to the end of the last session. So it's a series of eight sessions. Mm-hmm. It's rise and reverberate. Now I condense that down into the retreat day that you attended. And we put in between each of the sessions, a sound bath, um, some spoken word with Danny, who I think you're going to have on at some point, um, drumming journey with Francesca. We had all sorts of activities, if you remember, in between. And enter Foxy left. <laughs> hey, come on then. And um, and it was just wonderful. So you then came to me and experienced the initial healing session that I do for everybody. And that's a recognize and release session. And you've, you know, as you know, the feedback I've had from you has been amazing. And thank you for that. But that is where I'll use a pendulum through the body and awaken your seven key energy fields through the body which are the chakras um the the pendulum will show me if your each field is blocked out of balance or clear and i can then explain to everyone as you know whoever i'm treating at the time how the chakra works how it might affect you emotionally or physically and then you will have also before we've sat down chosen some crystals from my giant collection and i put you through if you remember a breathing exercise the two will choose you because they'll react to you and you hold those for the entire session and then when I put my hands I'll sit behind a person like I did with you and put their head in my hands and I go off into trance and I take you into trance and we go off on a lovely journey I think you and I went to the woodland Mm. glade and then off to the beach and then there's this 
big release um where i've gathered everything and you know i'm not going to explain it all now because it will take us half an hour but <laughs> you know but there's that that release process that we went to where you feel that whoosh and uplifting liberation mm. freedom um comes at the end of that which i then anchor with a guided meditation so i do that so though i do healings i do readings i do a combination of the two like two hour session which is probably my most popular one at the moment um and then the retreat day so the next one the retreat day after the last feedback sold out in two hours and I've got to get another day because the wait list is already as big as the next session so I'm really excited to be able to do more of those and just help others I am going to be doing more volunteering as well this year so one thing that I always feel a little off about is that when you're given this gift some people go you shouldn't charge for it and like well I've got I you know a lot of bills to pay. I look after my parents, my nan, myself, the cats, the dogs. Um, but I do appreciate, you know, that this is a gift. So I make sure that I go and do like I, I do volunteering at various hospices. And I've got lots of people that come and see me for free healings if they need it, like my friend Sam with the terminal cancer and various others. Um, so I feel like when you do have this gift, you should balance it out and give as much back as possible. No, and and just I've got tons of sort of like little <laughs> curious, curious questions. I think I'm with you 100% is that we've all got a gift and mm -hmm. it's finding it. And for me, um, as you know, I was an abused child um, and my voice was completely stemmed. You know, you should be seen, you're not heard, you know, I'd taken beatings. And on that retreat day, the very first thing, it just, what really stood out with me was, I really felt like I came out of surgery after that, you know, my, my sort of like throat was dry and I was shaking, I was sweating. And then I had such an emotional release. Yeah. And it's such a movement and, one of my questions was when you're talking and and obviously I have experienced this and I'm just going, but how do you, do you feel or have you ever felt that you needed to protect your energy? Because I know that I've been around some people these days since that and my journey has gone on from that and the crystal healings and I've brought crystals and I 100% believe in the crystals and I hold them dear to my heart you know when I'm feeling a bit anxious but do you I tend to find that oh I don't like that person's energy have you ever come and, and what do you do where you just go and this energy is not working or do you with your gifts go that when you have that contact and the interaction you can feel whether or not you're going to connect and be able to help yeah so I am very much um I become more and more of a loner. I used to be, like I said, the party animal. It was where's George going? Who, you know, who's coming? And now I'm the absolute opposite. I can't be in big crowds. I can't, if I'm in a pub or I can't do clubbing anymore, or anything like that, I just can't have that much around me. And if it comes to people whose energy I don't like, I mean, I have, um, I will very rarely say, I'm sorry, I don't think I can book you in. I think I've done it once out of over 2000 bookings in the last three years. Um, so I, but what I am very straightforward <laughs> people, my friend always go, 
I can't believe you get away with being so blunt. And I'm like, because I'm me now and I don't, I'm not rude. I'm not being nasty, but I will be very straightforward and say, I'm really sorry, but you're starting, you're really irritating me. And it's something, there's just a bit of a bounce off the energy. So I'm going to move. And um, people, some people obviously get very offended with that, but I need, I, it makes me ill. So sometimes things will jump in me. If I'm sitting, I went to a club for instance, when this first sort of became heavy, and I was standing with my friend and they went to the toilet and I just thought, oh, my God, I'm in agony. I'm I'm dying here. What's happening to me? I could feel this horrible mm. pain all through my um, torso. And I turned to the lady next to me and, and I just came out with this weird sentence. And it was something I think it was a name of somebody and said, don't worry the cancer's gone and something about where the cancer was. And this woman looked at me and burst into tears and she just lost her mum with this specific cancer that I just mentioned. And as soon as I said it, it lifted out of me. So I have to be very careful. So meditation, meditation, meditation. I cannot mm. bang on about it enough. Meditation changed my life completely. Um, and it's something that I do to protect myself every day now, especially as I do house clearances as well. I did a demon removal in Australia via video last weekend. That was fascinating. Oh, wow. There were things flying around behind us and all sorts of things. Um, so I'm actually pretty good at that sort of stuff as well. So I'll go and clear houses, um, clear people like I did clear you of, of the energy and the awful heaviness you had from what you'd suffered mm -hmm. as a child and beyond. Um, you know, there, there can be energies that get stuck in houses. And, you know, a lot of people that make such a big drama out of that, there's no need to make a drama out of this. You know, mm -hmm. I'll go in there, I'll talk to it. Sometimes it will like throw something at me or slam me and shut me in a room or try and put something over me. Very, very rarely. Usually I can just communicate with whatever spirits in the house and get it to cross over and then bless the family in the house and, and move on. So I'm very much protect myself every single day. This the I don't know how much of the office you can see now, but I've got the whole office gets cleansed. The house gets cleansed every morning when I wake up. The first thing I do is like morning world. Thank you for another day. Please lift any veils that I've created, accepted or absorbed, any dark energy, entities, curses. And I reel all of, off all this stuff, you know, increase my connection and send me anyone that needs my help. And that's the first thing I say every day. So, um, but meditation is the way to do it. Meditation, meditation, meditation <laughs> is the way that's, to I mean, yeah, meditation just for you, but the yeah. proving benefits for well-being. Yes. Um, I've... I'm kind of curious because I obviously experienced trauma and um, again, it was just a random nudge that the spiritual day came up and we connected yeah. and we took through the crystal healing. What if someone knew a loved one or a friend or even themselves where they go, oh, this is resonating with me, but I just don't know what. So okay. I want to reach out to you and just go, well, I like you, but I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. Do you get that often? How yeah. and what type of services would you start with? 
Yeah. So every day I get people, I get so many people that are nervous. Um, so one thing I will say to everybody is it is a positive experience. Mm. There is nothing negative about coming to see me. Um, I will not give you negative messages. I might give you some advice on how you can move your life forward, but the healing part of the of any of my sessions is not in any way negative. It's a positive, uplifting, and liberating experience. So there's no need for anyone to feel fear or to feel nervous. That's the first thing. Um, Secondly, I always say, and I want to make this clear, just in case anyone contacts me through seeing this, don't give me any information ever. Um, The less I know, the better. So if you want a reading from me, just give me your name and WhatsApp me. That is the best way. And I will book you in. And I don't want anything else. If someone messages me and says, oh, I want to connect with my mum. I want to connect with my dad who's passed. I say, well, you've just given me everything I needed to con you. So go and see this person instead. And I pass them on to a couple of other people that I know. So it's on all of my adverts on my website. Don't give information up front. And I would say that to anyone. If you're booking anyone that does this, there's lots of us out there. We're all great. But there's also a lot of con artists. So be careful. Um, So I would say just if you want, if we're looking at the healing side of stuff and trauma release, again, don't tell me anything. Just say I need I need release for, I need the emotional healing or I need physical healing or I need a healing session. I will pick it up the minute you come in. Um, like I did with you when I I immediately zoned in on you when we were at the retreat day and thought, mm-hmm, I need to be <laughs> next to her when I bring them out of this first session. And that's why I was at your feet, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because I could feel that that release coming really fast and hard up out of you. And, and there was another girl as well at the back, wasn't there? Um so yeah don't be scared it's a positive experience this is your journey one thing though as well there's a lot of spiritual badge wearers out there i find um and i think you don't have to heal for the rest of your life this is about releasing and then moving forward so that healing session that i've done for you and other people that you know is to get it all out of you you can have that session again you can have it as many times as you like but I always that's the one I would recommend to get everything out so that you can move forward like you're saying wow that feeling of lightness that liberating feeling and I think um, that's quite a a good point because once you have that liberating feeling from my experience you're not going to fix the rest of my life for me because you don't know what my purpose is you don't know what my goals are you don't know you know all of the other transformation work I think comes from being within certainly the release and then like the nutrition the the meditation the mindset work I've been working on yeah. And really making a heart connection to then go, who am I and who do I want to be? And certainly I've been coached. I'm now a coach. And it's just right. helping somebody that support because, yeah. but I could not have had that opportunity without just that releasement. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. I, I feel personally whether or not you've been through a traumatic experience or not sometimes society and we've talked about this just pigeonhole people that you feel so compressed that you don't know which way to turn and 
I found very much, as you say, it's liberating. It's just yeah. clearing the mind yeah. and not having, and certainly when you've got, like most people are on their phones 24-7, you've got the Blu-ray that comes in, you've got yeah. TV, you've got, oh, you've got to be this type of person yeah. or that type of person, you've got to look this way, and if you've got one grey hair out of place, then you're <laughs> like past as old and decrepit and get yeah, the roots out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I th I think certainly it's very much the releasement. Yeah, I just want to go back a bit because we you've talked about um, obviously the lady that had the cancer, yeah. and I just kind of go in this world that we have at the moment, and certainly since the pandemic, mm -hmm. the rise of mental health. And, you know, it has increased phenomenally. And when I say increase, it is shocking the statistics that I've found out that are in children and oh. teenagers. And then, you know, having, I quite liked having COVID and being limited because I, I spent more time cooking, learning how to cook mm -hmm. and, you know, feeding my body, nourishing my mind and making connections with family. Other people found it really, really difficult. They weren't as creative. But we seem to be in a world where the first response to any imbalance, whether or not it's physical, mental, is go and consult conventional medicine, get some drugs, get you'll drugs. be fine. Mm -hmm. And you've shared quite openly how, you know, you've managed to support somebody where you would have thought cancer, conventional medicine, there's no other way forward. Do you ever see or envisage a world where that you could do openly with conventional and spiritual healing? Or do you feel that it's very much going to be always driven by us you know, that have the holistic well-being, mm -hmm. continually trying to push against that and getting ourselves out there and knowing rather, because we're not accepted, there are some some holistic therapies that are accepted, there are others that are not, yeah. and, you know, it's a very grey, controversial area. Do you envisage um, a world where actually it can just be balanced between the two? Great question. Um, I think you're always going to need scientific medicine. I, you're not going to, unless the second coming is coming, should there be such a thing, um, that somebody comes down and can touch someone and heal them like that, we are going to need scientific medicine. Mm -hmm. um, I suspect there are people out there that can heal incredibly i've got a book by a lady called dorothy something who it's a magnificent story where she could literally bring people almost back to life from the death's door and i would love to be able to do that i'd love mm -hmm. if i had that sort of gift that i could just sit and put my hands on someone and take their their disease away in any way shape or form that would be amazing. And if you could teach it to someone else, <laughs> my life would be complete. That that would be my dream, absolute dream. However, I think um, you, at the moment, we're always going to need scientific help. You have to rely on the science. You have to rely on chemotherapy for cancer, radio, um, radiation and things like that. But what I've discovered in the last three years, 
is I'm obviously complementing that in so especially with my friend. Um so there's 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 not just me. I'm a tiny, insignificant fish in a giant, giant pool of amazing healers and and mediums. So I think I don't push myself on anyone. So you'll see people, if they look up my website or my advert, it says I will never contact somebody and, and ask them. So I stopped Sam in the street. And if I do that, if I actually stop and have a conversation with someone, I would never charge them. So I never mm. approach people. So if you ever get an approach online, I would always say no. Um, but I think for me, I, the meditation that I do in the mornings or the conversation I have with the universe each day where I say, send me the people that I need to help, they come to me. People come to me every day. I'm, I get messages all day, every day. If, it's, if I look at my phone now, I'd have to, I've just scrolled four times and there's people WhatsApping for appointments. So, you know, they're coming in all the time and I know that I can keep helping people. So I, my hope is that the world will awaken enough so that those that are conning or not real are moved aside mm. and and the, the companies that are recognizing that you need a well-being program and lots of them are companies are recognizing that you need uh, meditation and mindset programs um, they're recognizing that you must have a good well-being program in corporate life because otherwise your staff are going to suffer that's how things you know slowly progress i would say challenge some of the uh, scientific bodies to allow healers to come in and be tested you know mm. I'd love it if we could you know get me on a row of people um that were being treated for chemotherapy and see I don't know how that would work see what the difference is with it or without it because obviously everybody is different some will react some won't but there must be someone that could sort of plug something in to see what comes through me and other people like me and how that works Danny that did the, the retreat day with us he's managed to fix I think it's a family member who's got palsy got his face back up with oh, his wow. healing powers he's an incredible healer um mm. And it's, yeah, it's it would be fantastic. I don't see it probably in my lifetime, but I hope the world progresses to realise that the genuine healers out there, the genuine people that are connected can in some way connect to some sort of force that complements scientific medicine. And uh, yeah, call on us to test it somehow. That would be incredible. So I was just reflecting on that and I'm going knowing and experiencing the positive benefits and just hearing you today and and how much you've helped put it out to the universe because yeah, yeah. you know I I generally do believe that actually if we just present stuff then if it's our calling yeah um and we can progress that and show them absolutely um, then let's let's do it yeah um so Obviously, for those that are listening, I will put in the show notes your website to reach out to you. Um, just before we wrap up, I suppose, is there any burning items that have come up to you now that you just wish to share with the listeners or anything that's just slightly different for somebody that's going, this is okay, but I'm still, you know, what, what do I do? I'd like to give everyone a little piece of advice. Um, there is power in being 
positive. There is power in realizing that you are enough, that you are always enough, that you are worthy and deserving of a great path and a great life. And regardless of what has happened to you, however traumatic and however disgusting or just bad luck, you can move forward from these things and you can have a better life. The things that block you a bitterness, some jealousies, um, and negativity. So if you are willing to follow and uh, to find yourself again, to find your path to heal and release stuff. And again, I just want to add in there, your life should not have to be a continuous healing journey, release everything, heal, this might take a little bit of time and you might need a few different sessions. You might need to do some shamanic drumming or a different sort of healing, but do some of it, but don't think your whole life is a journey of healing. Do the healing and then ignite it, move mm -hmm. forward, do great things, help other people be great. Um, but what you, you won't achieve it by being negative, by wanting revenge, by being bitter, by being vengeful, by worrying about what everyone else has got and what you haven't. Worry about what you want to do, how you want to serve or help people, what your purpose is. Just do it. Go for it with full passion, full confidence and full self-belief, because everyone that is supposed to join you on that journey will. And those that need to go off and do their own journey will drift away. And that would be my bit of advice for today. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much it's been my for pleasure and sharing hours. <laughs> we, we could absolutely. So um just to to round up, thank you so much for coming. And to all my listeners, I hope this has resonated with you. Um we will put in the show notes where you can reach out to Georgie and the Spiritual Spa. But as always, and I say to everybody and from my heart, elevate your health, elevate your well-being from inside out and truly let your light shine. Absolutely.